And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I'm Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mare Bear. How are you doing? What's up, everybody? And this week we are back to tackle some more episodes from the sixth season of The Office with Delivery Part 1 and Delivery Part 2, episodes 17 and 18 of this season. And before we jump into these episodes, Bear, why don't you tell everybody what they missed uh, if they didn't listen to last week's show? Sure. So uh, last week we discussed Saber... I believe it was just what the episode was called. Right? Yeah, that was the title of the episode. Yeah. That's when the so, uh, the merger begins. Yeah, so we're introduced to Gabe Lewis, who is the basically captain of the merger for Saber. Um, Saber is a printer company. Yeah, who bought out Dunder Mifflin, so now they will be selling papers and printers. Yes. Um, like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> um, also, we found Jim and Pam got uh, basically told about themselves by the... Daycare leader, Jerry, <laughs> like who's that. perfectly pleasant. I like that guy. Um, and also we found out David Wallace is like super duper depressed. Yeah, he's just drinking beer in his hot tub. Coming up with like ideas about, suck it! And looking for human contact in any way. Basically, yeah. yeah. So then next we have the manager and the salesman, where basically we meet Joe Bennett, who is Kathy Bates' character. And she basically tells Michael and Jim, like, hey, one of you be manager, one of you go to sales. I don't give a shit who, Mm -hmm. just do it. And it's Michael choosing sales because he can make more money and then realizing that what he really wants is to be in his office where he could kind of decompress away from everybody and then come back out and terrorize everyone at the same time. He realizes that when he's a salesman, he's on the same level as everyone else. Yeah. Like, Dwight was, like, mocking him. And Aaron can't help him. <laughs> yeah, so he's just kind of, like, all by himself. He'd rather be the manager because then everyone has to kind of kiss his ass. Yeah. So, that's those two episodes. Now, we start off this week with Delivery, Part 1. And the cold, and on the cold open, Pam is on the phone. And she uses her pregnancy for a sa- to get a sale. I wouldn't say that she's using no, it No, but she's to dropping it casually to, for sympathy in a way. I, or like, I didn't see it like that at all. Mm-hmm. I saw it as, hey, I'm going to be out of the office for 6 to 12 weeks. If you need anything, now's the time. Have you ever time. worked in sales? No, I'm sure she did. I'm sure she, she admits did. to doing it. She told Dwight, it's not dishonorable. I'm just doing what I'm, I have to. No, I'm using... It's not dishonorable to talk about your life. No. She could and just say... And use it for your advantage. I mean, she could just say, because we know Pam's not the uh, savviest of salespeople. We could, she no, could just Jim say, hey, I'm going to be... Or she could have been like, hey, Jim, can you take care of my clients while I'm gone so you can still get the commission? No, she drops it because that's what a good salesperson does. You do it like you're in a conversation. You plant the seed like, oh, she's about to have a baby. She could use the money. Oh, I don't see. I oh, don't my see God. doing that at all. Oh, my God. That's what it I is. Saw it, because I, she's a good salesman. But I saw it as, hey, I'm going to be out of the office for the next few weeks. So if you need paper, let's do this now. I but didn't no, see it. Not, I'm not out of the office for the next six weeks. I'm, I'm going out. out to have a baby. Exactly. So everybody knows she's going to be gone for six to does 12 Jim weeks. Does Jim not do the same thing, though? I when he's next to her, he does the same exact thing. About I don't think he was on an actual phone call when he did that. Know. He did that to mock Dwight. I'm just telling you, that's that sales technique. Yeah, you know, And Tommy Boy, how big Tom Callahan could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. That is what I'm talking about right there. That's how you do it. But anyway, Dwight is like... Abhorrent. He's like, what? You can't do that. That's dishonorable to get your sales. Yeah. And Pam's like, no. Like, if you if it happens, it happens. You know, if you use it to your advantage. I. She did not say that. <laughs> she said it's, it's not dishonorable to talk about your life. 
It's implied. No, it is not! I, I think it is. That's how I see it. Oh, my God. So, Dwight calls up a customer and starts, starts talking about his cousin's goat fungus, oh, which I assume is most bearded so quickly. <laughs> yeah. And then he hangs up and he just looks, like, off in space, and it goes to a talking head where he says, I need a baby to beat Jim and Pam. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. And he's also noticed a, gape in, a gaping hole in his life. He wakes up cradling gourds. Of course it's a gourd. Gourds. The gourd is the most useless like vegetable. <laughs> uh, so we open up the show proper with Kevin and Pam eating in the break room. <laughs> and they, they do a talking head with Kevin where he says they, him and Pam, since she's pregnant now, are on the same eating schedule. Oh my God. They usually sync up for second breakfast, lunch, second lunch, and first dinner. Oh my God. So Kevin says before the baby comes, he wants to have an ultra feast for first dinner. Mm-hmm. So Jim and Pam do a talking head where she says she's having contractions, but they're minor and far apart. So she's she's like near labor, not yeah. in labor. And they explain that they're holding off until midnight because if they check in at midnight, they'll have an extra night in the hospital due to insurance coverage. Because they're crappy HMO. Yes. Which I haven't heard the term HMO in forever. I feel like that's a thing in the 90s that Jay Leno used to make jokes about. <laughs> but like I haven't heard HMO in a while. I know um, they still exist. But... They do. I mean, I'm in the insurance world, so I hear it a lot more frequently. Yeah, that's something that's like out of my purview. Yeah. But uh, so Michael, tell like, he comes out of his office. He hears Pam do like, ah! Uh, and he comes out and he tells them he'll drive them to the hospital. He baby-proofed the office. Oh, and she's like, you know, the baby won't live here. He's like, well, it was conceived here. Oh, he thinks God. the baby was conceived in the office. So she explains to everybody in the office why they're waiting till midnight. Yeah. And the IT guy like makes a joke. He's like, eh, you don't want to wait too long. You'll be a teenager. And then you know he'll bother you with his rock, rock, and, music, roll music. rock and roll music. <laughs> and Michael's just like, what the fuck is wrong? And Michael's like, shut up, IT guy. Like, almost like he's the new Toby. But I love how he looks to Angela and she's like, what are you looking at? Yeah, this guy has no allies. No. It's hilarious. He put up the sight blockers. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. He's an enemy. <laughs> so uh, Dwight and Angela. So Angela's eating in the break room. And we get like a throwback here to like season three or four. Yeah. Where Dwight walks in and he's at the vending machine. And they're not looking at each other. And he just says, bear my child. Oh, God. And she doesn't say a thing. And he just goes, if you agree, say nothing at all. If you don't, say anything. <laughs> and she doesn't say anything. So he says, meet me in the old meeting spot at 4 p.m. to bang it out. Oh. And she kind of like smiles. She's like, oh, we're going to have sex. She wants to get laid. She's ready. So there's seven minutes now between Pam's contractions. And Jim wants to leave because he said, oh, between five and seven minutes, the doctor said. Yep. So she says no, and that they'll leave when they're five minutes apart. She's trying to, like, bargain with Jim. Yeah. So Andy tells them about baby names, and that he was actually born Walter Jr., but at the age of six, his little brother was born, and he seemed to carry more of the genetic traits of Walter Sr., so they just picked Andrew from a baby's name and changed his name. That's so sad. Andy's damaged. That's, like, the saddest thing I've ever It's funny, though, because I still have no... Like sympathy, sympathy for, for the him. character because the character yeah. is so awful. But um, Pam wants to be distracted, so Michael calls everyone to the conference room. Ugh. Oscar and Stanley almost leave the meeting immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> Stanley just goes, oh, I'm going to browse the internet. <laughs> and they leave. And then Dwight and Angela kind of discreetly leave because mm-hmm. Dwight's alarm goes off. Uh, <laughs> Phyllis offers to apply lipstick like Molly Ringwald in The Breakfast Club, Dear God. which grosses everyone out. Andy silently does the evolution of dance dance. Because music would throw off his rhythm. Yes, he's white guy rhythm. Ryan reads bad poetry. 
He's wearing like a scarf too or something. Yep, he? he is. So he was wearing one last episode yeah, too. I, think. I didn't bring it up like the teal scarf. Yeah, brought I guess, out his eyes. So his new brand is like uh, hipster. No, like coffee shop guy. Yeah, I guess that's his new brand now. Because uh, he's also wearing like glasses, like hipster glasses. Yeah. So. Um, Oh, my God. Oh, so, and then Aaron gets up and starts naming Kentucky Derby winners and their jockeys, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. Uh, random. So Angela meets Dwight, who is typing up a parenting contract on a legitimate typewriter. Typewriter. And um, he's going through some stuff on it. He goes, number one, the child will be breastfed for six months, then fed mash, a winter vegetable mash provided by the father, Dwight K. Schrute. Furthermore, noted, er, furthermore referred to as Morpheus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Back upstairs, Pam is at six minutes, and Kevin tells her to hold out for Ultra Feast. <laughs> Mike gives Aaron a list of things that induce labor, and they're going to do the opposite. Oh. So the first one is rub nipples, to which Michael says, pretend Pam's nipples are Toby's grundle. Oh my god! Hottest image the show has ever produced. Oh my god. I haven't heard the term grundle. Grundle. Yeah. I, I knew what it was, but I was like, you know what, I haven't heard that in like... I don't know, a decade a since I term. was out of high school. Yeah. Let me just double check that it is what I think it is. I'd say the It is. I'd say the much more uh, common term would be taint. taint. Yeah, the taint. Yep. So oh, also don't eat or er, <laughs> grundle. Also another Ugh. one on the list, eat spicy food. And Michael goes, What's the opposite of that? And Kevin just yells out, Stick spicy spicy food up her butt. And, and Jim's that, just like, no, that's enough, what, yeah, that's enough. What, that's when Jim freaks out. He says he's frazzled. And he knows, and Pam knows how much he hates the word frazzled. Yes. So he does a talking head where he says, J- J- Pam's gone crazy. And he's going through all the books <laughs> on labor. This is five to seven minutes, five to seven minutes, six minutes. Different, but not really. He's just going through. <laughs> he's like, Pam should be going to the hospital. So Dwight and Angela are back downstairs talking about acceptable names as Dwight's listing them off. Ebenezer. Honus. <laughs> Worf. And she freaks out about the Star She's Trek. She's like, no Star Trek names. And she goes, what if it's a girl? And then Dwight goes, section five, child must be male. Oh, my God. And Angela, like, crosses out. She's like, I can't help that. So uh, Pam goes down to Jim, who's sitting in the parking lot in his car. And she won't get in it because she knows he'll take her, take her to the hospital. But she tells him everything's fine. Mm-hmm. She's not coming out. Like, it's going to be okay. She's going to go have Ultra Feast. And Jim, well, this is what she says. She tells him, it's all fine. She's not coming yet. And Jim mm-hmm. goes, she? And she spills the beans that they're having a girl. And Jim gets like all teary, like, I'm having a daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my God. And uh, he also asks Pam, did you change? And she goes, oh, yeah, my water broke. <laughs> totally nonchalant. Jesus. Inside, Mike says it's time to go. He tells Pam, because Pam's doing the, oh, you know, more contractions. Or as Michael calls them, contraptions. Oh, my God. Uh, but she says, no, she wants Ultra Feast. So Kevin goes, they're in the break room. Kevin has the smorgasbord laid out. He's going over all the dishes. They're all movie themed, yeah. right? Hollywood? Ratatouille for Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> and, but like she can't even talk because of the contractions. Mm-hmm. And that's when like Jim comes in. He's like, we're going. And she freaks out. She's like, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do this. And he like talks her down. He's like, you're going to be a great mom. We're going to get through this. It's going to be great. And then Jim asks Mike, what, where are we on the contractions? And Jim goes, Two minutes. Oh, yeah, Michael goes, two minutes. And Jim's like, what the fuck? And now all of a sudden, Pam's like, I'm going to have the baby here. I don't want to have the baby here. And I swear to God, I was, like, expecting it to happen. (laughs) I I was like, they would do this. They would have the baby. And Michael would deliver the fucking baby. Like, in the back of my head, I'm like, I hate where this is going. (laughs) Thank God it doesn't go there. 
But um, thank God there's a part two. Yeah. So Michael <laughs> is going to drive them. They all rush out. Dwight is like, "I'm going to escort you." So he runs out with them, and they're all on the elevator, like hitting the button, waiting to go. Stanley cuts off the doors. That's and when they off. realize it's five o'clock because he wants to go home. And then Toby tries to jump on, and Michael's like, "Get out of here, you idiot!" Yeah. Just like slaps him. <laughs> so Toby has to wait. Um, we see Dwight peels out in his stupid car, and then he stops almost immediately. He starts, leans out the window, and goes, "Michael, Michael, that's where I saw the deer." <laughs> it's like over by the fence, and the Jim's like, "Go, go!" So Michael's driving Jim and Pam's car, mm-hmm. and they haul off. They're stuck in traffic. It's kind of heavy. So Dwight pulls off this red siren and mm-hmm. puts it on, you know, like like a volunteer fireman. Yeah. And he puts it on there, and he starts driving, and we hear a real siren <laughs> as a car comes. It's a cop car. And you hear them over the speaker, like, pull over. Don't make this difficult, Dwight. Like, yeah. they, they do this all the time. As Dwight is throwing yeah. out weaponry Dwight's, from his car. He's going 10 miles per hour throwing out swords. like Axes, shit, hatches. Shit that the Ninja Turtles would have, like, size <laughs> and nunchucks and shit. Just whipping them out the window. Um, so they all pass him. And that's when Pam... Okay, you got to explain this to me. Pam freaks out because they don't have the iPod, so they can't play the birth song. I what think, is this? I think this was like a... This seems like a really white person thing. Oh, yeah. It seems like the thing white people with dreadlocks would do. Like waspy Yeah, no, people. I think it was like... Um, you don't get that reference. I don't either. get that reference. I'm sorry. Um, you will eventually. No, this. I think this was something that was more popular in the mid-aughts. Like the early, late aughts. I don't know. But like people will have... They wanted a specific song... To give birth to, so that's the first thing that the baby hears, and that's what's welcoming the baby into the world. That's almost as fucking stupid as gender reveals. Actually, <laughs> it might be even fucking stupider than a gender reveal. But anyway, do you want to know what I think is so funny about this, though? Go. Is the fact that they live on Linden Ave in Scranton, right? And they're going to Moses Taylor Hospital. Which is approximately, oh, I don't know, four minutes away from each <laughs> if, other. If that, yeah. Well, they and make she's it saying so- that it's 20 minutes past the yeah. hospital. It's across town. Bitch, are you walking to the hospital <laughs> and all of the roads are shut down? The Scranton geography means nothing to the nothing writers. Nothing to them. I get that they're in L.A. and they're filming this yeah. and there's traffic in L.A. Girl, just Google Maps Scranton because I'm pretty positive that the any of the hospitals there's three they're hospitals located, yeah. in Scranton all within like a mile of each other mm-hmm. they're all there's no located. yeah there's no way that any of those would take that long to get to so that's going on so that kind of threw me off yeah. sorry go but on. she wants the iPad yeah. or iPod for the song whatever so Michael calls Dwight to get it. he has him on speakerphone to go to Jim and Pam's house and get it off the counter and Pam tries telling them where it is and to where the key is to get inside the house. Mm. And Dwight's like, I don't need a key. La, 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 la. And just hangs up. Yeah. He's just As gonna, he's getting a ticket. He's going to do it his way. So Michael parks in the... <laughs> they get there. They Jim and Pam run in. Michael parks in like the emergency zone for ambulances. He gets out and there's like a, a nurse or a EMT there. Like, you can't park there. That's mm-hmm. an emergency. And Michael just takes the keys, whips them across the highway. Yo. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, well, I am. And just runs inside. And that's it. Yeah. That's the episode. What'd you give this one? I gave it a three point one. I gave it a four. Okay, wow. these past few episodes have been a train wreck for you. <laughs> no, three three point one is still good. It's okay. It just for you that's low. Yeah, it just wasn't anything spectacular to me. I laughed, and you a lot think... happened, but nothing like specifically stood out to me. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed Ultra Feast. I enjoyed the conference room stuff. Yeah. Like, there was stuff I enjoyed. There was stuff I didn't enjoy. 
Um, I guess I don't know. <laughs> the IT guy was funny. Fuck Toby. Like I don't know. It, Toby's for, Grundle was like the best part. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're kind of underselling the Dwight Angela stuff too oh, with the maybe. with the love contract or the bear my child contract. Yeah. Because I thought that stuff was pretty Conception funny. Conception contract. I thought that was really funny, and it's obviously bringing back that relationship. I guess. I guess. Well, no, because it's like strictly contract. Well, yeah, it's just for that. But I mean, they're seeing each other. They're gonna have. Uh, relations intercourse. Yes. So I mean, you got that. But yeah. It was. No, okay. I mean, maybe I was high. No, no, I don't think you were. Honestly, it's just for me. Maybe I was in a bad mood when I watched it because usually I do really love this episode. How many times have you seen it? I maybe can't it's even a count. maybe it's a thing of diminishing returns where you've seen these episodes so many no. times now that they're just kind of rote. You know what I mean? No. It's no, you not don't that. think so. No, because there's still ones that I laugh hysterically at. Like what? Scott's Tots. <laughs> no, Dinner Party. Every single time I watch it, I laugh. Uh-huh. Every single time. There's some in the future that I laugh at. Like, the weight loss ones, like that whole saga, I laugh through those. Like Stress relief. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, but, that's good ones, but I don't know. Just That's just my... Because like, this is the first time I've ever seen this. So No, and that's fine. Like I said, no, I enjoyed it. I don't want people to think I, at a 3.1 is that I didn't enjoy it. I did. When you were usually thrown out It just wasn't fours. uproarious. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah, no, yeah. It, again, it was a solid episode. No creep. It's just it wasn't like knee slapper. Gotcha, gotcha. Maybe my caliber is getting higher. Ooh, well then these late seasons are fucked. Because <laughs> I don't think I'm going to... I don't think I'm going to be giving out a lot of high scores Yeah. Uh, because that's just how I am. I'm yeah. not a high score guy. But that'll do it for that episode. Unless you want to talk about other stuff. Anything else? Mm-hmm. Lack of Andy. Good shit. Uh, lack of Andy. Oh, that's true. Great. There was no Andy Aaron stuff that episode. Thank God. Which, this next one, we're going to get into some Andy Aaron stuff. Dear God. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> I'm already over it. Yeah. But anyway, Kevin, before I start, why don't you put us over? Hey, everybody. This is the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. <laughs> and, uh, no, you guys can find us on most podcatcher apps. We're out there on Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, <clears throat> Google Podcasts, Breaker, etc., etc. You can find us there. You can also find us on the Jenny Position feed, where you can subscribe to and listen to us, as well as other shows from Jennifer Smith and friends, such as Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, Freak Out Driving, and many more. Um, also, Mare Bear. Are we on social media? We are, guys. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter, because we like to keep it funky fresh with our favorite screen grabs from our episodes. You can find us at Brosis Podcast or via email. Kev, tell them where. <laughs> Brother, sister, rewatch at gmail.com. All one word. If you want to send longer form of feedback that we can read on the show or just respond to in kind, if you're looking. We've had people ask us where they can find all their episodes or things about us etc mm-hmm. etc et and we're, we'd be happy to interact with you we'd be happy if you shared the show around that is a, a very important thing to me and mary because we have a very good very great solid listener base yeah we do. people out there listen you to guys us. are awesome yeah you guys you know interact we appreciate all of you but if you guys would go out there and share on facebook Tum- want to lengthen our reach on tumblr i think is one i don't think tumblr is a thing anymore okay facebook twitter Instagram. <laughs> um, what's another one? Snapchat. Snapchat, yes. Oh, if you want to go out there and share it on that. Share the show around, though, and help us grow because... Hell, we, we have a lot of fun doing it, and, and I think a lot of people have fun listening to us go off on tangents, especially when we go off like the Animaniacs. 
Or Joe Chemo la- or Joe, last week. Joe Chemo like last week. Which I think week. a lot of people enjoyed from what I understand. I think so, too. So, that's that. That's the <clears throat> halftime intermission portion of the show. Mayor Bear, what do you got now? That brings us to episode 18, Delivery Part 2. All right, let's do it. There is no cold open. Yeah, that was weird. Okay. It, it, oh, I also wanted to comment that last episode, the first part of Delivery, is only like 19 minutes. It's a short ep. There's... Really? For some reason, it's short. It, like most episodes are twenty-two minutes. Yeah. This one, that one was only nineteen. Oh, I didn't But then this that. episode was twenty-four. I wonder if the Olympics uh, fucked it up. I don't know if not. Fucked usually, the they don't run or... anything. <laughs> they don't usually run anything in prime time for those two weeks. Hmm. So I'm not sure uh, what the deal was with that. Yeah. But then this one was longer at twenty-four minutes. Hmm. Interesting. Just a, a note. Yeah, but no cold open is weird. <clears throat> yeah. Because again, it I had is, to rewind. It's very jarring. I had to rewind. I'm so like, used to it now. Yeah. What the fuck happened? <laughs> so now Pam, uh, so we're at the hospital and Jim is explaining how he had to go get ice chips because he may or may not have passed out a little bit, got a little weak. Um, but Pam has been in labor for 19 hours. That sounds excruciating. Yeah. Especially because think about her day. Like, she, didn't she was sleep. at work. Yeah. Going through these contractions. And what? now she's 19 hours of active labor at the hospital. Question. What's the average time? Oh, I have no idea, but I know people who have gone through like 72 hours of labor and then still possible? had to get a C-section. How's that possible? They don't sleep, I'm assuming. No, they don't. God, you fucking zombies. Yeah. <laughs> There's Christ. a reason why new parents are, like, fucked up mentally. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Maybe believe that. now I might understand why people name their kids, like, you know, Pilot Inspector and Apple. Or... They're just in what, a Kyle or what? Kyle? Yeah, the one that Elon Musk... I mean, it's probably going to be old news by the time this episode is yeah. released. But he named his kid, like, X equal sign uh, no, Y. X-A-E... <laughs> 12, 1, or something. It's like fucking bi- binary code or yeah. something. It's stupid, yeah. But, um, well, it's not stupid because the man's a multi-millionaire. I do love Ke- <laughs> Billionaire. Billionaire, excuse me. I love the name Keanu, though, but our mom already said, she's like, yeah, I wouldn't it's not her call kid. it that. It's not her she's kid. She's like, I wouldn't be able to pronounce its name. No, she would. Oh, my God, she would butcher that. And that's she a family trait. like, I'm just going to call it Key. Our grandfather, our mother, and our brother just butcher shit. They, verbally. Oh, terrible. Verbally, just hor- like our grandfather Nomar Garcia Pera became <laughs> well, Nomar Gaspar oh my god Manny Ramez he couldn't pronounce like the Latin names yeah David Ortiz or Ortiz Ortiz there was another one there. oh C.C. Oh. Sabathio is C.C. Sabatini <laughs> fuck it or no, you C- can do Italian names it, well it was C.C. Sabatini and then the one time he's like Sebastian <laughs> fucking awesome oh grandpa but, um, so anyway, she's in labor for 19 hours. Yep. So now Michael arrives, and he has all these big pink balloons, and, um, he's like, oh, family only behind these doors. He walks back, opens the door, and all you hear is Pam screaming, the nurse telling Jim, maybe you should go get more ice chips, and Michael comes out looking stunned. It like, he just saw a ghost. It sounds like the birth scene in Men in Black, when <laughs> Will Smith, like, <laughs> takes that little squid monster. <laughs> like, it sounds like that. It's just, like, chaos. Oh, my God. So, um, Michael walks out stunned, and everybody from the office comes up, and they're all just kind of waiting. And then Phyllis is like, we can't wait here all day. Yeah. And Michael kind of, like, scolds her, like, what do you have to do? She's like, I have an ice cream cake in the car. (laughs) Which, as everybody knows, that takes top priority. Absolutely. And And he's like, go, woman, go! Safe it. (laughs) So then, um, Michael goes back to check in on things, and he hears the birth. 
and his face like lights up like he did with Holly, I think. <laughs> and um, he starts, he's like lighting up a cigar, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, she." Yeah, I think he acts like little Caesar, like yeah. the, the mobster. He's like, "Yeah, she. It's a girl. Like had a baby." And then a nurse yells at him, "You can't light that in here, sir. Put it out." Yeah, he turns into Gene Oakland. Put that cigarette out. <laughs> it's awesome. So now, um, Jim comes out and he announces to everybody. Cecilia Marie Halpert, seven pounds, two ounces, and Michael's like, 11 pounds! <laughs> I was like, no. Elephant 18 child. inches. Both mom and baby are doing great. Everybody congratulates him. Phyllis is scarfing down cake. Yo, it's on she's her got nose. a huge corner piece yeah. with all the icing. It's all over her face, yeah. like a three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> and she just kind of like like smiles like weird babies so then we're back in the hospital room and grandma's there helene. helene is there who we did not we did not talk about this in the episodes when michael was dating her mm-hmm. totally different actress than oh the original the when original our boy came and he put on the classic finger guns yeah B- bill crosby sweater totally different woman bill cosby yeah i know I, was, I put like bing crosby was, and bill Cosby. i was gonna together. be nice and just ignore it but <laughs> yeah but I, I, we should have brought that up then totally different yeah woman. two different actresses. i don't know why they shelved the other one i don't know maybe she wasn't available maybe she died who knows <laughs> Okay. Well, it happens. Okay. I mean, she was only a shot in the a flash in the pan. Moving on, she's dead. Anyway, she's dead. She's the chair model. <laughs> so, um, Grandma Helene has coffee, and Pam goes, "Oh, caffeine! I haven't had any in nine months." And Jim gives this look to the camera, yep. like bullshit. Classic Halpert look. And uh, then Michael comes in, and he's got all of his balloons. He's like, I want to see the baby! <laughs> and I, I, it's actually funny because I did that to my friends when they had their baby. I'm like, I, wouldn't I have, want to see the baby! I wouldn't have got that. No, you wouldn't no, have. No. I did it to my friends who like The Office, who oh, know it. They would understand. They did understand. <laughs> but, um, let's see. Oh, yeah. So Michael walks in and he's like, hi, Hel- Helene. How are you? I, I worry about you. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Michael? What the fuck? So then uh, Michael is holding the baby. Helene leaves. She's like, I think it's time for me to go. Which, Helene is like in a business suit. Yeah, she's working. For a 60-some-year-old woman. 58. 58 year Working old. girl with income, Mary Bear, okay? <laughs> Come on. She looks good, though, for Look, a 58. Looks good. So then Michael's holding the baby, and you can just tell, like, he is so happy. Oh, you totally skipped the part with the hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah. When Pam, Pam goes, makes him put on hand sanitizer, and, and he's, he squirts on his hands, rubs them together, puts it on his pants, and she goes, off. again, without the pants. <laughs> she makes him do it again. <laughs> he's like a little kid. So now Dwight is at Pam and Jim's house. He donkey kicks in a door, like a window in a door. And breaks in, and he explains how he couldn't find the iPod, and he's just, like, rummaging through their kitchen. Mm. But he did find mold. A lot of it. Mm -hmm. So he did what any normal person would do. He got a good night's sleep, took a bath, and he's in Jim and Pam's bed. With no pants on. With no underwear on. His dick is out. And uh, he then goes on to demo and destroy the kitchen. Yep. So now Michael is explaining how he made a family. He's at the office, and he's explaining to everybody, you know, like, she sat here, and he sat there, and I got them together, and I made a family with Jim and Pam, and I can help you, too. I can help you find love. I'm a matchmaker. He's Cupid now. Ugh. And uh, he's like, Meredith, you're single, and she just goes, never getting married, like Clooney. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Which is just amazing. Ugh. 
Um, so then Jim and Pam are at the hospital, and they're just staring at the baby, and the nurse is, the, which the nurse is the MVP of this episode. Yeah, almost. she's hardcore. She walks in, With her like, Moses oh, Taylor yeah. uh, lanyard. Would you like to me to take her to the nursery so you can get a good night's sleep? And they decide to keep her in the room for the first night. And let's just say it's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. They can't swaddle her, right? She's just screaming. They're getting frustrated with each other. Yeah, they're at each other's throats, kind Yeah, of. and um, Pam's like, I don't know if I'm, like, releasing the milk. Like, she's trying to breastfeed. She's like, I don't know if she's getting enough. And Jim says, you're pushing the milk out, right? <laughs> and she's like, and how would I do that, Jim? And he, like, does this thing with his shoulders. Yeah, like, yeah oh, no, like, he's tightening his chest. Yeah. yeah. So then, like, the nurse comes in because Jim presses the button and pretends, like, Pam sat on it, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, uh, I can just take her to the nursery, and we can try later, or I can give her a bottle. And Pam, having read the parenting books, is like, no, no, I have read about nipple confusion. <laughs> I don't want to get her off and blah, blah, blah. Like, I want to make sure her self-esteem is up. And the nurse, like, rolls her eyes almost, and she's like, oh, good, you know everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, which I can only imagine L&D nurses are like. Oh, every day, man. Yeah, every day. <laughs> like, you have to be a saint to have to put up with brand new parents. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, the ones who are, like, all fucking neurotic and shit. Yeah. yeah. definitely. Oh, my God. Helicopter parents, I believe, are what they're called. Oh, God, I hate them. <laughs> so now, Michael is in his office, and Aaron comes in, and he's like, Aaron, I've decided who you will be set up with. And you just hear giggling. It's like a muffled noise. Like, almost like Chewbacca. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And uh, it's with Kevin. They're going to have lunch together. And she's kind of shocked. And, um, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Aaron's like, oh, okay, Michael, can I talk to you alone? She explains how she actually does like Andy. Mm. But Michael's like, oh, I already kind of promised him that you'd have lunch with them. And. <laughs> You know, Kevin's got a big heart. No, like, really, he's got an elephant heart. And he makes up this, like, that he got an elephant heart transplant. And he guilts her into having lunch with him. So now Pam and Jim get a roommate, another newly birthed baby and their mother. From the Big Bang Theory. Oh, my God, it is. It's the really annoying one with the high voice. Melissa Rauch, I think her name. Rock, something like that. Yeah, something. But uh, that's the new roommate. And they're... Almost jealous as they're watching her being able to just shove her boob in the kid's mouth and it just latches. Mm-hmm. And they're like, look at how she latches. And Jim's like, I think she's doing the shoulder thing to push the milk out. <laughs> push it out. Oh, which, I'm sorry, a 30-some-year-old man doesn't know how breast milk works. Hey. Oh, he, he went to Scranton he didn't, schools. He didn't have any experience, I he guess. He went to Scranton schools. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> so anyway... Dwight is still demoing the kitchen at the house, but now he has three other guys with him, and they're listening to rock music. Yeah, it's like war up in there. Oh, I wish. So now Aaron and Kevin are having lunch, and Aaron's trying her best. She's like, did you grow up here? And Kevin just goes, no. So you grew up somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah, it's just monosyllabic answers. It's just so awkward, and you can see Andy peering through a plant through the window at them. And Andy explains how he did that. Some dumb high school story, but he's just doing it because he's jealous. Yeah, he's jealous because he thought Aaron and Kevin were. Everything he does is so stupid. (laughs) I'm sorry. Guys, tell us what your real feelings on Andy are. If it's just us. If we're just hard asses, I don't know. Like, let us know if we're a little too harsh on Andy. So, anyway, um, 
a gentleman walks into the hospital room and he says that Josie, the nurse, said that they could use some lactation consulting. And Jim's like, oh, yeah, let us know when she's available. And he's like, oh, actually, I'm the lactation specialist. Jim's already, like, totally skeeved out Very about uncomfortable. It. Did you know, do you know who that guy is? He seemed familiar, but I couldn't He's Jenna it. Fisher's real-life husband. Oh, really? Yes. So oh, it's a good thing he so flicked her nipple. So it's not as weird that he's flicking her nipple and using a, C, a C-shape <laughs> to make her boob into a torpedo. <laughs> and uh, Jim's just watching this guy do this, and he's just like, oh, yeah. Like, he's reading, like, a highlights magazine, yeah. and he's like, yeah, yep, well, yep, flick that nipple. Totally That's good. weirded out. And, um, so she's like, oh, yeah, it's working. And the guy uses the hand sanitizer and he leaves. He's like, I'll be back later to check on you. And, um, Pam's like, oh, no, go grab Clark. The baby fell off. She's not latched. And he's like, well, I watched him do it. I can do it. And (laughs) she's like, it would be weird if you did it. (laughs) Yeah. And Jim's like, oh, yeah, I'll just go get the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just amazing. So, um, Dwight and Angela are going through the contract revision and Dwight's still at Jim and Pam's and they're on the phone and he's like, meet me here at exactly Exactly. mid-afternoon. Mid-late afternoon. Mid-late afternoon (laughs) to sign the contract. So now the baby is crying. They're sleeping. The baby is crying. And Pam's like, Jim, get up and get the baby. (laughs) So Jim like rolls off the hospital bed that he shouldn't be sleeping in because I don't think they're supposed to do that. And uh, he grabs the baby, and Pam unsheaths her breasts, <laughs> and the baby latches right on. She's like, oh, my God, we're doing it. Oh, my God. And they go back to sleep yeah, as the baby sucks so on her nipple. Yeah, they're pumped. So now Aaron goes up to Kevin, and you can see Michael, like, creeping in the background. She's like, I really, I'm really happy that we're friends, and I hope that our friendship can continue. She tries to let him down gently. So gently. And Michael steps in and says that Aaron would never want to date Kevin and whatever made him think that. And why would he believe him? Because Michael's the one who said it. Just blows it up, And Kevin's like, I dated people hotter than Aaron. Lynn was way hotter. (laughs) Lynn, if we remember from last Valentine's Valentine's Day. When they made out in Cafe Disco. And then he calls Michael out and he's like, you dated Holly and Jan and they were both way hotter than you. (laughs) And Michael's like, I wouldn't say they were way hot. Like... Got, I have a personality. Yeah. Oh, my God. It got so deep there. Yep. So then Isabel, bridesmaid. the bridesmaid, comes to visit, and Pam um, is like, oh, she's just she's just feeding. Like, let me burp her so she doesn't spit up on you. And Pam looks at the baby, and yep. it's not their baby. It's <laughs> not Cecilia. So she, like, wakes Jim up, and she's like, run, baby, run, baby. <laughs> He puts her. He puts the baby back in the little thing. Pushes like, it over. Yeah, he just pushes it over, and it starts fussing. And they grab their baby, mm. and she's just like holding the baby, like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what the fuck, what the?" They're fuck? looking like kids who just like broke their mom's vase. Yeah, and they're like, "Run away, run away!" Yeah. <laughs> and the mo- but the, then the mo- other mom wakes up, and she's like, "Oh, is she fussing long? Mm. I've been out like a light." They're like, oh, no, no, not long, not long. <laughs> and she's like, huh, she doesn't seem to want to latch. And the baby's just freaking <laughs> yeah, out. Which, I mean, uh, let's get into breastfeeding somebody else's kids. Because, one, you don't know what allergies they have. So, another mother's breast milk could cause issues for another baby. There's actually, okay, so one of my friends just had a baby. And they posted this thing about donor milk. 
where like lactating moms who don't use it for their own children or have a surplus can donate it. I have a friend who does that. Him yeah, and him and his wife. Yeah, yeah and they have like a fucking chest freezer full of them. Yeah, <laughs> but there's also like different um, types. Like there's gluten free, there's dairy free. Like there's ones that with kids that have issues, they take the fat out of the milk. Like there's a whole and then there's general tit milk. yeah then there's normal <laughs> um but yeah so like that could be that could like really fuck the kid up i'm just saying well the babies don't think about that babies are like dorothy in the wizard of oz yeah she was hungry <laughs> <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say yes no that is that is appropriate actually so then um and the nurse comes in to check on them and is like you know 25 minutes. Yeah, you gotta be and, out of here at three. Yeah, and Jim's like, oh, or half hour. She goes, or 25 minutes. And he's, she's like, do you have the car seat? And he's like, yeah, it's right over there. She goes, the bottom part needs to go in the car. And Jim, being snarky yeah. as fuck, is like, well, the whole thing does actually. Ha ha ha. And she's like, I'll be back in 25 minutes. <laughs> he might have gotten an extra five he, minutes. He might have if he wasn't such a snark. Yeah. So now um, Isabel brings macaroni and cheese over to Jim and Pam's because she knows they're not going to want to cook immediately. Mm-hmm. And Dwight is still there. And uh, they try to flirt and he's like, I know I'm an adult and all, but maybe <laughs> I can come and get my teeth cleaned. And she's like, uh, you're, everybody should get their teeth cleaned, <laughs> like adults and children. And he just like laughs and he's like, oh, how some people spend their money. Well, he uses clay and butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brushes his teeth. Oh with. my God. But, um, and she's, like, still down, though. Yeah, they're, they're he's gonna like, hook I'll up. give you a call. And she's like, yeah, do that. She, oh, my God. Even Speaking about, she knows he uses clay and butter. Speaking about out of leagues. Oh, my God, terribly. That, that girl might be the hottest one that's ever been on the show. On the show, hotter yeah. Than she's Jan. hotter than Hot Girl. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to say Amy Adams is not hot. She's, no, but she's hotter than Oh, hot she's girl. hotter than Hot Girl. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. No, oh, yeah. Amy Adams is a fox. Well. But Isabel. <laughs> she's also a ginger. She's also a ginger. We just <laughs> shed on ginger. Yeah, she's a day walker. <laughs> um, but Isabel is a brunette, so therefore she's superior. <laughs> okay. Spoken from a true brunette. <laughs> With red in her hair. Yeah. Did you put the red in your hair? Is that natural? Um, some of it's natural. Some of it's What is your natural over. color? <laughs> uh, what my roots are in quarantine. Uh, Brown. I see some gray. There are no gray. <laughs> no play. That is our sister. Oh, okay. Okay, shots fired. No, she said it herself the other day. I got like a little one hair right here on my chin, and I freaked out, and I immediately nuked it. And I was like, Fuck it. <laughs> My husband's going gray a little bit in his sideburns. He's getting a couple. Oh, he's also losing it. <laughs> You're so mean. I'm not mean. I would never say that to Anyway, his face. back to the scourge of this episode. I just say it to millions episode. of people listening. Back to the scourge of this episode. <laughs> yeah, Aaron. Oh, sorry. No, Jim and Pam are discharged. The guy brings her down in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, You didn't pull the car around, Jim? Yeah, a dad- lot of da- dads pull the car around. So then Jim has to go and find the car that Michael beached in front of the fucking hospital. <laughs> so now, again, the scourge. Andy asks Aaron to send a fax, and he says he's going to wait for the confirmation that it's really important. And um, what does Andy the fax explains say? that the fax says, Aaron, will you go out with me? Yeah. And um, Aaron's, she doesn't realize. So she's like, oh, it's busy. I'll just bring you the confirmation later. And he's like... No, Aaron, you need to do it right now, otherwise you're fired. Well, he doesn't, yeah, he says it as, like, a joke. He's like, 
That's unacceptable. Yeah. Uh, you'll have to get fired. But she starts crying. Yeah. She's um, like, you can't talk to me that way. <laughs> yeah. Because he threatens to fire her. And then he's like, no, no, no. Read the facts. Which is even better that she doesn't even realize that the facts number she's dialing is her own <laughs> yeah, fax that number. Was, yeah, that's the key. Yeah. So, um, they're going out on Thursday. And she still tries to send the fucking facts. <laughs> Idiot. So then, um, the fucking guy at the hospital is like, uh, I have a lot of discharges today. Do you need help getting out of the wheelchair with your newborn yeah, baby? He just leaves Pam on a bench out front. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, and so then Pam's like, the baby's crying. She's like, all right, you want to try this one more time? And she puts this cape. A smock. Yeah. So nobody could see her exposed. I know, I get that. But like, it's just, I've never seen somebody have an actual smock like that. We used to have um, them in preschool when we did arts and crafts. Yeah, for arts and crafts. I had my Ninja Turtles smock. Sesame Street one. Uh, Ninja Turtles, man. Oh, I had Big Bird on mine. I'm such a Raphael. <sighs> yes, you are. <laughs> but, um, so anyway, oh, she's finally able to get the baby to latch. Jim returns. There were five tickets on the windshield. <laughs> yes. And he's like, they're all just like happily sitting on the bench because she's finally able to get the baby to latch and feed. Yep. And then uh, Dwight and Angela are at Jim and Pam's house signing the contract, and they have two forms of ID in order to validate that that is the person who is signing the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as they're signing, like she's like, how would you like to celebrate? And he goes, pour yourself some apple juice. I feel sick. Yeah, he already regrets it because the other chick is into him. Yep. Yeah. So then he walks away, and Jim and Pam return home, and they kind of just stare at him. And he's like, I'll be out of your hair in a few days. Yeah, as the kitchen is just in disarray. Yeah, they're just like, fuck everything. Yep. And um, that's it. What'd you give this one, Bear? I give this one a 4.0. I give it a 3.5. All right. I liked it. I, uh, I'm trying to think of my favorite part. My favorite part... Is probably Michael yelling at Kevin. Honestly, I don't know why, but that one like tickled me the most, just because like the way Kevin like got defensive yeah. with him, like you dated hot girls, like. <laughs> but um, I mean, other than that, like Dwight demolishing demolishing the house yeah. is good shit. Um, oh, Kevin oh, Jim, Jim where he got his, his delightful sheet. Yeah, that he was bare ass. Like. The only thing that really dragged it down mostly was the Aaron Andy, Andy and stuff. Aaron. And, yep. like I say, every time, it's Andy, man. Like, I've never seen... If he didn't start out being as obnoxious as he was... He wasn't even that obnoxious think... in Stanford. No, not in Stanford. It was once he got here. Oh, when he Do started... Do you think yeah. that we would hate him as much if he didn't start off obnoxious? Yeah, because if this is the end point regardless, like, it's annoying. Yeah. And, like... I think that's another thing is that, like you say, like, oh, if it built up, it did build up because he wasn't this bad in the yeah. beginning. And I've I've watched a lot of television and a lot of movies in my life. I can't think of many characters who are as... Who I cannot stand to see on the screen They're, as like, much detrimental as to the show. Yeah. Like, everybody talks about um, Cousin Oliver on The Brady Bunch <laughs> or, like, Ted McGinley, like, when he became Jefferson Darcy on, like, Married with Children yeah. and shit. Like, this, this guy is, like, a show killer. Yeah. It's like a moment killer, Elliot Reed. Like it's like the the last season of Scrubs. It's like every scene with Andy is just like, oh, Carla's not there. What it could have been, and yeah. it's like Andy ruins it. I hate it. I hate Andy. He just the character is just the character's too much, but Ed Helms overdoes it. Like there's, I feel like I there's think, a, but the, I think he was like directed to. Do you think there's like a way that. to play this character subtle? Or do you think this character this character just has no ability to be subtle? I think this character has no ability to be subtle because 
any subtlety, and he would have been Michael Scott. <sighs> any form of subtlety. And you only need one Michael. It's like they're competing to be horrible, and that's not yeah. great for the viewing experience. Yeah. Like, sometimes that really takes away. Like, I understand, like, that's what you want to put forward, yeah. but that doesn't mean it's enjoyable. Yeah. You might enjoy producing it, doesn't mean I'll enjoy watching it. Yeah. And that's where I am with Andy. But, so... Cross this one off on the Jim Pam uh, bingo card. They had a kid, <laughs> baby born. I almost feel like the stages of the Jim Pam relationship. So we grew up Catholic. Mm. I feel like it's like the sacraments. First Holy Communion. Oh, my uh, God. Confession. Oh. Uh, what is the one? Con- confirmation. We grew up Catholic. You should know yeah, this. An- wedding. Yeah. Anointing of the sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like all that shit. Like, I feel like we're going, we're nailing them all off as they go. Oh, they got together. Uh, they had sex and a first kiss. Uh, not together. <laughs> but, oh, they got engaged. Oh, they got married. Oh, they're having a baby. Like, we're just they like, live together. We're going through their whole, like, fucking spiel, you know what I mean? That's this a is normal just progression of a relationship. For them and nobody else on this show. <laughs> That's because they're the closest I know, no, I know, I know. I'm them just, and Oscar are the closest human I'm, I'm just saying, it's just like, I wonder what's next. I almost yeah. feel like divorce is down the road. Oh my god. But, um... Yeah, so I, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was a good show. I gave it three and a half. I liked it. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed Anything it. Anything else you want to talk about? I think we nailed it all, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the only thing that would prolong this episode would be to bitch about Andy more. Yeah. We nailed so it, but Jim nailed Pam in the, and conceived in the okay. office. Okay. Anyway, no, guys. That was a joke about conceiving yeah, in the office. Yeah, I know. All right, next, tell them. Next week, we have episode 19, St. Patty's Day. And episode 20, New Leads. I think next week we're going to start off with a, um, a, what do they call it? The preamble about St. Patrick's Day in Scranton. Oh, yes. So we, we'll start off because I think that episode, if it is true to the whole Scranton lore, I think that we're going to have to talk about that. Yeah, we're going to. But um, yeah, so guys, that'll do it for this week. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. Via email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Yeah, and you can find our show on most podcatcher apps. Go on there, look for the Brother Sister Rewatch Podcast. Or you can find us on the Ginny Position podcast feed where you can listen to us and other great shows and, you know, satisfy that podcast itch. Make sure you share us around with your friends. Greatly appreciate it. And until next time, we'll catch you on down the road. Bye, guys.
Let 